welcome to the War Report. I am your host, Cyrus, joined by Quan. What's up? Is our... <laughs> Finally, he said something. Um, this is our year-end show. Um, so I'm very excited to talk about uh, everything that we have lined up here. Um, all our categories are stolen from the A-show. And uh, <laughs> we're about to get this shit cracking. Um, we got this divided up by NXT and AEW. So there, there won't be any runner-ups. Uh, unless you look at AEW as the runner-up. Oh, my God. <laughs> hey, man, it's, uh, it's completely up to you. But first, we're going to do New Year's Evil predictions uh, before uh, we get started. And... We won't be doing uh, show reviews this time around. We're just going to do our year-end stuff and then get out of here. Yeah, because I'm going to tell you right now, NXU definitely got hit with the COVID bug, so half the roster wasn't even on the show. <laughs> and AEW tonight looking like a very much like a, um, someone on Twitter said it's like a Road to uh, New Japan mm-hmm. show where it's like a bunch of mixed, uh, bunch of multi-van tag matches. So I was like, yep, and I, and I, I ain't watching that. I'm like, yeah, I can probably skip on this one. We can get uh, recording early because I don't want to be all night. Up all night. <laughs> Editing this. Uh, so, um, if you could pull up the New Year's Evil card, I got it get up. Started baby. with the predictions. Let's, let's get it okay. going. Um, right. Did you watch last, off these matches? Did you watch it last night? No, I was dying. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Um, it says AJ, AJ Styles versus Grayson Waller. That's I don't know if, I, yeah, I, I don't know if you saw anything about what happened last. Night, Grayson. Uh, well, I saw. I saw he was on Raw. He was on Raw. He was talking shit, and then he didn't really do much. Kind of just disappeared, and then NXT. He was talking to shit. AJ popped up on the screen, like half the roster did that episode, and said, "Um, <laughs> hey, I'm gonna see you at um New Year's Evil, boy. Find your working boots." <laughs> um, AJ, um, AJ Styles is winning this match because AJ Styles doesn't lose. <laughs> he never loses anything ever. So. Yeah, I'm going to go AJ Styles on this one. I don't see a dirty win or any of the sort happening. No, that doesn't uh, happen to so, AJ Styles. Yeah, so I'm going to give it up to AJ. Yeah, this is definitely going to be, um, let's see if you can prove yourself, Grayson Waller. We're putting you with the best of the best. It's time mm-hmm. to show up. If you really want to be top heel in NXT, this is going to prove it. Um, next up, a match I don't think anybody even expected. Um Riddle and MSK versus Imperium, consisting of Fabian Eichner, Marcel Bartel, and the returning Walter. Now, <laughs> when I went on Instagram this morning and I saw that this was announced, <laughs> my brain, like my vision started getting hazy. I was just like, what the fuck is going on here? Dude fainted. Uh, <laughs> um, I'm excited for this one. I really am. Yeah. This is really some dream match type shit or, you know, just putting whatever together <laughs> on this is, 2K. This is, this is 2K GM mode right here at, at full capacity. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go Imperium here. I agree. Um, I don't think Walter's taking a loss after he just took mm-hmm. one. I think he's going to come back and get a big W. Hopefully, you know, this will put Imperium in a lead heel faction in uh, NXT mm-hmm. going forward. That'd be interesting. Oh, yeah, true. Because they ain't doing jack shit with yeah, the Phantasma. That's what I'm saying. The like, Gato <laughs> hasn't really been doing anything. They're still in this weird um, feud with Zion. Just, Quinn. just dragging ah, everybody just End down. it, bro. Please end that damn match. I mean, that whole damn program. I don't care if Carmen Electra leaves Legato to go be with him. That's fine. I don't care. You this mean is... Electra Lopez. 
Yeah. What did I you say? Said karma electric. <laughs> <said Carmen Electra. laughs> I feel you though. I don't care if Karma Electra is not in the group either. <laughs> What's she doing these days? Mm-hmm. All right. Well, anyway. Oh yeah. Imperium. You said Imperium as well? Yeah, I'm gonna go in Imperium on this one. All right. This one's interesting. Uh title unification. Carmelo Hayes, North American champion versus the cruiserweight champion Roderick Strong. Um, honestly, this could go either way. It's weird since Carmelo won that championship. They haven't really done a lot mm-hmm. with the championship, I feel like. Has he defended mm-hmm. it? I don't remember the last time he's even defended it. Um I'm bugging. The last time he defended it was against Johnny Gargano and uh Pete Dunn. But nah, he doesn't have a lot of title defenses under his belt. Yeah. So um this could go either way. I'm gonna go Carmelo just because he's friend of the show. Yes. <laughs> um, I'm also fine with whoever wins. Um, if Carmelo Hayes loses here, I would like to see him in the NXT title picture. If Roderick Strong loses, I would like to see him in the NXT, NXT title. title picture. Yeah, I feel like the loser yeah. is gonna be is really gonna be the winner. Yes, the- I, I I I need the loser to you know fail upwards like AJ Styles does. So. Um, <laughs> I'm going to go with Carmelo Hayes here because I would like to see him in the NXT title picture. Also, if you didn't see the um the, the contract signing segment with these with everybody in this, uh, Bivens, mm-hmm. Trick, um, Carmelo, and Roderick Strong, fantastic segment. Uh, I, that was probably the best work Bivens has ever done since he signed with, <laughs> since he's been in NXT, I think. Okay, that's good to hear. Um, triple threat match for the NXT Women's Championship. Champion Mandy Rose versus Cora Jade versus Raquel Gonzalez. This uh, match is got like disaster written on the wall. <laughs> this could be a mess. This really um, could be. I'm going to go with Mandy Rose here. Yeah, I feel like, you know what I think? I think they were initially they wanted to be Cora Jade versus Mandy Rose. And they were like, I don't know if we could trust her to have a... Mm-hmm. A big championship match on on a big show like that. We need to throw Raquel in there too, probably. Mm-hmm. Just like a safety net. Yeah, it wouldn't just, hurt to have like two of them, just to protect her and make sure she's not looking crazy out there. But yeah, I'm a, I'm gonna go with Mandy. This is her first defense. I don't see them having her lose on her first defense. I hope she's mm-hmm. good to go. She ain't been on TV in about two week, two or three weeks now. She's been in that hot tub chilling <laughs> or the pool. Um, whatever she's in. It might be the smartest thing NXT has ever done, just keeping her away from everybody else so she will be able to be there for the show. Yeah. So uh, that's cool with me. Um, Tommaso Ciampa, our champion, defensive championship against Braun Breaker. Now, I, my prediction is Braun Breaker. That's not really what I want, but I think that's what's <laughs> going to happen. I still think it's too early. But I don't see them mm-hmm. having him have this is his third opportunity at championship or second. Second. This is his second opportunity. I don't see them having him lose both of them. He's probably gonna win um, the championship. To me, since really losing that uh the last match, he hasn't really impressed me since. Like I would say he did some decent mic work since you know, uh what is it, Halloween Havoc. Um He's kind of just like whatever to me as a wrestler right now. So I'm going to go with Tommaso Ciampa. Oh. Uh, what they do with Braun Breaker next, I... Mm-hmm. 
I want him to wrestle the loser between Carmelo Hayes and Roderick Strong. <laughs> you know, I was just thinking the same <laughs> thing, but like, how about whatever that? happens to him is fine. Like, maybe he could like bother, uh, you know, fuck with Joe Gacy or something. That'd be um, interesting. I mean, it would give him something to do. Um, yeah, Harlan. I mean, Harlan and Brian Kendrick didn't even happen, so Brian oh, Kendrick yeah. was nowhere to be found on that show. He might have been, <laughs> might he might have been another one that caught the bug. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But yeah, that's New Year's Evil. That's all that's been confirmed. Maybe they'll add another match. Who knows? Maybe another women's match. But this is low key a, um, a takeover just on TV. This is a this is a very strong card. Yeah. Outside um, outside of the women's sure. match, the women's match is a little shaky. But I think all the other matches <laughs> um, announced have looked to be can be very strong. I think Champo get a good match out of Braun Breaker for sure. I think AJ Styles yeah. get a good match out of Grayson Waller. So, um, that Imperium versus MSK and Riddle match. Yeah, you know what time it is. Yeah, uh, no, you know what time it is. That's that's really about to just be. Uh, <laughs> that might be match of the night, but we'll see what happens. That might be match of the week, and it could be a big week this week. And that just might be it. <laughs> yeah, but um, let's get into the year end stuff. Yes, sir. All right. So. Uh, how we're going to do this is that we're going to do NXT, AEW, and then I don't know if you want to alternate or not, but, you know, uh, we're just going to uh, go down the list. So the first category we have is match of the year. What do you have? NXT? Yes, NXT. I have Walter versus Dragunov from TakeOver. Um, which TakeOver was I that? too. What takeover was uh, that? Takeover 36? That was 36? Yeah, takeover 36. Yes. That that was my match of the year. That was I uh I have that as well. Um the match goes hard. What can you I say? I really don't know. Uh yeah, I don't know what to say. <laughs> if you if you forgot how hard that match was, go watch it back. And I I swear to God, it'll improve your day. Um I love it. Like whenever the UK dudes come down. <laughs> They be really showing up the rest of the NXT roster. <laughs> I don't think Dragunov's had a bad match since this whole year. This whole year, I don't think yeah. he's had a bad match. So. Um, he's had some great stuff. Like you remember that random match that you had with Roger Strong? Like that shit was heat. <laughs> yeah, that's um, what I'm saying. Dragunov has had a really good year. So is Walter. And you know, just to cap it off, this is a really good match. Um. For the AEW side, what do you have? Grand Slam, Brian Danielson versus Kenny Omega, the draw, I think. Man, that was just a uh, – the whole – see, that's how you do a 60-minute draw. I feel like that 60-minute draw compared to the one we got two weeks ago, they were – you know, it just wasn't the same. Oh. But this it one – it would, I don't think it would ever hit the same because they just did it. Yeah, you know? it was way too soon. Uh. But – Besides that, this match itself, it was just hard-hitting. It was really like Brian Danielson came in and said, look, this is what we're about to do. I'm changing the whole <laughs> system of how we're running the main event around here. Like, we, like he he put on a wrestling clinic, and I think that was the opponent Kenny needed because during, you know, before all that, the matches he was having with, you know, Orange Cassidy and Pac and Christian, they were mm-hmm. like, they were fine, but they weren't on the level we were expecting of Kenny Omega to have when he's the AEW world champion. This one... I think Brian really brought this out of Kenny. Probably, in my opinion, the only really like great match this year. Okay. Um, I have a different match because I knew you were gonna go with that one, so I wanted to bring something different to the table. 
Darby Allen and Sting versus Team Taz, the street fight. Was that the one? Was that the cinematic one? Yes. Um, I, did, I enjoyed that. I liked that match a lot. Uh, I thought it was very fun. And I definitely thought it was match of that night. Um, that match blew all expectations out of the water of what was going to happen with that match because I thought the feud week to week was terrible. It was just, um, it was just Sting talking. <laughs> it, it, it was just Taz talking every week and then them beating the shit out of the Darby every week. And then, you know, maybe Sting would help. Um, but nah, I thought that match was really fun and I thought it was really good. Um, so yeah, that's all I have to say about it. Um, any honorable mentions you have? I, don't, I didn't write any honorable mentions down. Okay. Actually, I'm trying to think. I should have my other thing out. But yeah, I, I couldn't think of anything off the top of my head. Do you have any honorable mentions? Okay. Um, Utami versus Siri at Tokyo, uh, Tokyo Dream Cinderella. That is the match that went to a double KO. And that shit went hard. And they're literally two of my favorite women's wrestlers. Uh, uh, right now so um yeah that's it i definitely encourage anybody to go check that out um male wrestler of the year for nxt i had a i, I was i had a difficulty picking this one it, nxt is so weird to vote for because it's like literally mm-hmm. it's like two different shows like anything like pre yes. like pre everything pre 2.0 i almost kind of forgot about which is concerning but i was just really going over like who was having like the best matches consistently and surprisingly was Tommaso Ciampa. So wow. that's who I went with. He's my, he, the current NXT championship. I think he's carrying the brand fairly well. I think his promos have um, improved and mm-hmm. yeah, just, uh, I really couldn't think of anybody else who like, who's really that dude for NXT. I, it, I, it wasn't cross. And I feel like Cole and uh, <laughs> Cole and um, O'Reilly kind of took a back seat after a while. They weren't really the top mm-hmm. guys. So this is a weird transition, but I feel like Champa was the concept from NXT 1.0 and NXT 2.0. So that's kind of just like my decision. This one was actually kind of tough. I, there were no, I don't think there's any definitive like NXT superstar of the year. Um, so for me, it was a basically a tie between Tommaso Ciampa and Ilya Dragunov. But I'm gonna, I gave it to Tommaso Ciampa because I watch NXT. I don't really watch UK like that. So um, I do. I didn't even think about putting Dragunov. That makes sense. <laughs> actually, um, I do. I do think that Dragunov is, you know, definitely one of our uh, wrestler of the year. I think he's had a fantastic year. No but, you know, just a familiarity uh, won this time, and I went with Tommaso Ciampa. Um, for AEW? You already know the answer. Brian Danielson? Of course. You already know. The greatest wrestler of oh, all okay. time. Nothing, nothing changed. <laughs> not, um, but if I want to get deeper into it, though, <clears throat> not only this man had classics in two different companies in one year, I mean, what else can you really say? That man had banger for Roman one week, and then a month later he's wrestling uh, Kenny Omega to another classic back to back. Who, who but Brian Nielsen? Then turn heel randomly <laughs> out of nowhere and be the top heel in, in the company within and with literally within like three days. Um, who but Brian? Originally, I had Hangman Pete. 
But I'm going to side with Daniel Bryanson this time because there is a lot of garbage feuds that uh, Hangman Page had during this year. I thought his feud with Matt Hardy was terrible. Oh, God, yeah, it was bad. His match with Team Taz is terrible. A lot of the stuff that he was doing with Dark Order was not great. Um, yeah, so I'm going to give it to Brian Danielson, especially since he was able to have good matches with people in the Dark Order. He did. <laughs> he really did. So I'm going to give it to him. Uh, no honorable mentions? Honorable mentions? I got to put Dragon off in there now um, for okay. NXT. Honorable mention AEW? I guess I would put Hangman. He could be a honorable mention. I'm not... Mm-hmm. Um, Edge and Seth Rollins in a tie. Oh well, yeah, we're talking I main think, roster. Yeah. I think Seth is up. I, I uh, you know, Seth. honorable mentions is just anything in general. Okay. Um, I thought they had a solid year together <laughs> against each other and uh, separately. Yes. Uh, <laughs> so I'm gonna give it to them, and then tag team of the year. Okay. So initially, before I thought it through, I was going to say, excuse me, MSK. But then I realized Mm -hmm. that there's a much better NXT tag team out there. And their names are Sam Stoker and the other guy. I forgot the other guy's name, but Pretty Deadly in NXT UK. Oh, okay. Had nothing but hits. Um, I would... That's fine. And then I thought you were going to mention that MSK has basically been MIA for most like half, of 2.0. Half of the year. I would, yeah, damn yeah. half the year. Um, well, shit, I believe even like before uh, 2.0, honestly. That's what I'm saying. They were like gone for it. I think one of them was hurt for a minute. Uh, yeah, uh, they hurt their hand. Yeah. Um, I'm not going to fault them for that. That was like an actual injury, not just like them being like off TV. Um. But I'm going to give it to MSK. Okay. I think the run that they've had for the Dusty Classic was really good. And, you know, and they persevered. They, they had to fight through. All, they almost got sabotaged out here before they could oh, even shine. Cool. You know what I mean? Yeah, they, they persevered. Let me, let me tell you something. You didn't watch NXT last night, but I did. When they came out, I ain't hear no booze. Amen. No, nothing but cheers. Rest in pissed, whoever was booing MSK. <laughs> we don't like you. Um, but uh, oh, for the AEW you, before, side, where you go, oh, though, go shout out to Lewis Halley. I forgot the dude's name, the other guy are pretty deadly, but Sam Stoker and okay. Lewis Halley. Shout out <laughs> to them. They want disrespect. Um, for, for AEW, uh, it was bittersweet actually picking a tag team. Um, because I don't think a lot of them had any really good matches uh, or they had more bad matches than good. But uh, I decided to go with FTR. I also decided to go with FTR. I almost put Young Bucks just based off of match quality. I think they had really good matches this year. I just don't like their characters at all. They turned me off of them so so easy. So you remember gonna... when they said you remember when they said they were uh I forgot what they said in the promo and they never said it again. We are the EVPs, extremely violent people. And then they never said it again. They did it a couple of times. They did it a couple of times. Okay. It wasn't catching on. 
Okay, I recall them saying it once, and I said, "Oh, brother." <laughs> um, and then uh, Lucha Bros. Shit, how many matches had they even had this year? The Bros. Even if they had, they've been kind. Of, I will say they had the best tag team match of AEW, Lucha mm-hmm. Bros. When in the um in the cage match at All Out, but. Mm-hmm. Other than that, Lucha Bros have been weird. They be, they like kind of like on and off TV. Like they'll be on TV, but then they'll be like on Rampage or Elevation for like three weeks, and then they'll come back on TV. In the last like four months or so, they've been pretty much exclusively wrestling FTR. Mm-hmm. They have fine chemistry with, but like it ain't really like their matches ain't like hitting like it's not mm-hmm. like it's not like it's American Alpha versus FTR or something like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> uh, yeah, I would agree with you there. And then for my Honorable mention, I went with Pretty Deadly. Um, <laughs> since I don't really watch a lot of UK and I watch it like sparingly or whenever, you know, you suggest me something, and I, I thought it was fair because every match that you suggested to me, it's all been heat. Heat. They don't, so, they, they have not met any, any championship <laughs> match they've had, they have not met. They've been all heat. Yeah. And they have fire outfits. <laughs> fire outfits. <laughs> I think they, I think they're like like no one's talking about these guys. I think there's I don't know how many people really watch NXT UK, but like nobody's talking about these guys. And these guys are they they know their characters. They're they're not like and they're not mm-hmm. scrawny guys. They're big dudes, and they can yeah, work. Fucking... You know you know who they remind me of? <laughs> they remind me of um, Edge and Christian. Like when they first left the Brood, and they were kind of like 2000, 2001 Edge and Christian. Mm-hmm. They kind of just wearing mesh shirts. <laughs> yeah, the mesh shirts. The way they win their matches, like they real, mm-hmm. just like real sneaky snake type shit. And they're just they're just really fun characters. If like if you guys don't want NXT UK, just go out of your way to watch Pretty Deadly and see how great. If they're not on mainland, you know, United States NXT by like next year, Shawn Michaels and Triple H are bugging because they need to get them on that main show because they're that. I think they fit in NXT two like perfectly i agree i think there's a lot of people that's on nxt uk that needs to move over yeah um female wrestler of the year i know this might sound odd because on smackdown they're getting kind of exposed right now but i'm gonna go with shotzi blackheart i'm not (laughs) (laughs) um i think she's had a stellar set of matches throughout the year um that's kind of just, uh, you know, whenever I, I look back on all the matches that she's had this year, I did enjoy them. So, therefore, I'm going to go with Shotzi Blackheart. This is another one that, I don't know, NXT was really hard for me to pick, like, who was really the top girl this year. I feel like no one really mm-hmm. held it down crazy. Like, Io Shirai definitely took a backseat. It kind of mm-hmm. was stuck with the Zoe thing. And that, the, Zoe, the Zoe thing is what knocked uh, Io Shirai down. That's what I'm saying. Because Shotzi left on a high note. Yeah. I know it might not be. This is just talking about her NXT run purely. Um, anything that's happening on SmackDown, that don't matter to me, baby. <laughs> so uh, just her time in NXT, I think she's had like a, a really good catalog of matches. Yeah. Um, um, who went, are you going to go with? I went with Dakota Kai. And... Oh, that's a good pick as well. Yeah, she's been consistent the whole year. Even though, even though I've complained very much about her um, most recent character and how I don't like it at all, mm-hmm. I think she's been consistently the best woman in NXT. 
That's yeah. all I got. I, uh, I agree I as well. Oh, we didn't get uh, AW. Uh, my my honorable mention would be Io Shirai because I think she was doing really great stuff until she got paired up with Zoe Stark. That's fair. I agree. Um, AEW. This is also a bittersweet pick. This is by default because there's only one answer you can yes, really say. And <laughs> I really hate doing stuff by default because you know earn it. <laughs> but uh, I'm gonna go with Britt Baker. And the only reason I'm going with Britt Baker is because literally every other woman has not done anything this year in AEW. At all. There's no other I can't give it to Rosa. I would love to. You know what I mean? I can't. <laughs> she hasn't done anything. What is it? She had like six matches this whole year? Damn <laughs> Um, What is it? Nyla Rose. She hasn't had a lot of, uh, she hasn't had a lot of TV matches since the Women Eliminator. Um, and she's in one of the, I, I think one of the worst matches, uh, in AEW with, uh, Britt Baker, Rebel, and, um, I forgot about that. Vicky Guerrero. Vicky Guerrero, right? Yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, that was terrible. Yeah. Um, I can't, I can't give it to Jay Cargill. Uh, yeah, she's never done. Yeah, you gotta just, it's just Britt Baker by default. Yeah. Um, and I hate that. <laughs> but I will I will give her a little credit because I think her match with um Thunder Rosa at St. Patrick's Day Slam, the um the lights out match was very, very good. I think did I give it a five? If I didn't give it a five, I gave it close to one. Um so yeah, I'll give her that much. But other mm-hmm. than that, she ain't really showing me anything. Mm-hmm. And she hasn't really shown me anything since she won the title. So I kind of regret um wanting her to have it but i think it's great that she's at least on tv while uh well i think we just wanted her to have it because we were just tired of hikaru shida having it and just never being around yeah being on the (laughs) sidelines literally literally in the crowd (laughs) yeah we wanted her to have it by default so now she's our women's wrestler of the year by default yeah (laughs) it's like it's like Um, a joe Joe biden situation yeah um (laughs) did you have a honorable mention um, if you want to go main roster, obviously, you know, Bianca Belair, okay, by far, uh, and then probably Becky after that. Okay, I will, uh, I will agree with both those picks. Um, feud of the year, what are you gonna go with? I kind of went, I kind of went with a little, uh, oddball choice here. LA Knight uh, versus Cam- LA Knight versus Cameron. Wow. Grimes. Oh my God. Is that what you said? Yes. <laughs> LA Knight and Cameron Grimes. That- oh my God. I was literally about to say I went with an oddball Ugh. pick as well. Yo, great mind. That's think crazy. Alike. We've been, we've been, Yo, we've been doing this. This long. feud was fucking insane. Way better than One, any right being. Any right yes. being. One, I completely turned around on LA Knight, completely converted me over. Cameron Grimes in his fucking bag with the promos. I thought the matches were really good as well. Uh, the first match, eh? Or, uh... No, well, uh, did they have the ladder match first or the straight up? Uh, yeah, they had, match? they had the ladder match first. That was at um, TakeOver. Okay. That was uh, I, wasn't really, uh, I wasn't really feeling the ladder match. Yeah, it was um, okay. But the second match they had... Yeah. That one was... When uh, every, everything was on the line. Yeah. Just straight up fire. And then I think, you know, kind of just the lead up to it. Um, 
the Ted DiBiase stuff. Uh, Ted DiBiase, just, you know, I just thought that stuff was very comedic. And Ted DiBiase being sort of um, a neutral party yeah. at first. And then when LA Knight swung on him, yo, come on. First of all, Ted DiBiase DiBiase took a bump for that feud. He needed to do that. He didn't even do that. that Yeah, he didn't need to do that. That was uh, (laughs) He took a bump. He said, uh, uh, what is it? Triple H went up to him. He was just like, hey, man, you you, you want him to, um, we want him to get physical. Is that okay with you, DiBiase? That boy said, fuck you mean, boy? Hell yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry me the fuck up. Um, but yeah, that was just a great. I think it really defined both guys' character and where they were where they wanted to go with it. Because I was with you, I wasn't like big sold on LA Knight. Like I know he had a promo or whatever, but I felt like there was something missing. I think this feud kind of really brought it out of him. I think LA Knight figured out who LA Knight was. Yeah, um, and Cameron Grimes, which is great character progression from the start, from the the first promo when he came back and he was rich, and just going from there, just you know <laughs> everything that came with it. I didn't think it was just fantastic. Yeah. Great. Just all, uh, just all around great stuff. Yeah. And then for AEW, who you got? Um, The long-term storytelling of Hangman Page and the, um, the Dark Order with Kenny Omega and the Elite. Um, Outside of the part where you kind of miss some time, but, you know, that was for more personal mm. reasons. I'm not mad at that. It just, it kind of yeah. slowed, it kind of slowed it down a little bit. But I still think in the end, the right decision was made. The match was good. And, yeah. you know, the rightful winner won. I think it built a great story for Hangman Page from going, like, down on his luck and, you know, being insecure about himself to finally realizing that he's that nigga when he had that promo <laughs> the week, the two weeks before. And then, yeah, it was just a really good match. Uh, I, I'm, I've been very critical of Kenny Omega's, you know, character work. And I still am. But mm-hmm. I think the story was so good that even Kenny couldn't really I, hold it back from being a great. Like, yeah, you know, you're I really think, good. Good I, I think the hangman people. side of it was so real. It was so strong. Yeah. Um, the counter his like really cartoony villain. Shit yeah. Just, just his ability to make it seem less real. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, my honorable mention would be Utami versus Siri. I just think that's uh, even though stardom doesn't have weekly television, I just think, a lot of the story between, you know, uh, from like the start of the year until they have the match is, is really goofy and funny. And then once they got closer to the match, they were just like, okay, you know, it's time to take off the brakes off the goofy shit and like, let's really get to it. Um, and then they had a banger and then they're going to have another banger at the top, uh, I think at the end of the year. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, cringe-worthy moment of the year. We might be missing it right now because Dan Lambert and Brandy Rose are having a promo battle as we speak. I just want you, I just want you to know that. <laughs> so I, I'm, I'm only going by the Twitter timeline. I'm not watching it, but you know, this could be a, a late contender. hilarious. <laughs> I, I, I feel like that that might be the next clip. <laughs> uh, if, 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 Brand, hey, if Brandy Rose is, is putting it, on her black scent, is she doing the code switch again? send it to me. Let me let me Google please send it, it to me immediately. I gotta watch this. Oh no. Um for NXT, I'm gonna go with Kyle O'Reilly dressing as Jason Mraz. <laughs> Shout out to Ampavelli. Um yeah. This man came with a terrible fits year in and year out. 
every week. And I don't think any of his promos are really good when he was dressing that goofy. You didn't um, like Cool Kyle? Definitely didn't like Cool Kyle. So, um, and I want people to know we were consistent with that. It wasn't when he like left that we were tired of calling him uncool. We were calling him uncool the moment yeah. Undisputed Era broke up. We said this guy is not cool. Mm-mm. He just wasn't. He he lost a lot of his swag. <laughs> he, took, he took that black and yellow t-shirt off and, and grew out that goofy haircut he had. <laughs> and it just all mm-hmm. went downhill after that. Um, uh, what do you my, my cringeworthy moment is actually one of my favorite moments of the year. Okay. And it's um, Adam Cole barring carrying cross up in the middle of a ring in front of his wife. Um, as his wife just <laughs> looks into the eyes and gazes <laughs> as she's staring at ghosts, and then oh. carrying cross does nothing. <laughs> just make angry faces. Why he getting yeah. barred up and called the worst wrestler in the fucking company? Um, <laughs> fantastic. That's uh, that that might have been up there with Adam Cole's best work. Hmm. I felt like there was some truth to it. I felt like it wasn't that, just that will, that will live in infamy, honestly. <laughs> that is one of the greatest NXT moments mm-hmm. ever. That was <laughs> that was up there with Kevin Owens uh, shitting on Full Sail. Um, <laughs> this is this is up there with that for for quote unquote shoot moments in NXT. Mm-hmm. That that's got to be top three. Um, AEW. Um. The barbed wire bomb explosion. Ah, you know that moment was bad. That moment was very, very bad. What do you? And have? then them trying to save it with Eddie Kingston being like, yeah, you know, when I was in there, and I, I remember uh, when I was gonna go to jail, yeah. and prison, and ooh, the hood. Um, I have Brian Pillman getting barred up by MJF, and then losing. <laughs> this man got like his family got smoked. He tried to get in and defend his family, got hoed, and they got hoed again next week. And, by then, we see, the match. and then we ain't see him for two, three months after. Yeah, <laughs> she was embarrassing. Oh no, um, that's definitely my cringeworthy moment of the year. And I wish they would stop putting Brian Pillman Jr. on my TV. Not the group, um. Honorable mention for cringeworthy moment. Um, uh, I have any promo segment that features Inner Circle and American Top Team. Yeah, those were all pretty bad. Jericho was full on. Yes. Full on MTV he, 2000. Yes. Uh, he was just like, what is it? I don't, I forgot what the lady name is, but she was just like, "You're a whore." <laughs> a lot of a lot of sl- a lot of slut shaming, gay innuendo. Yeah, and I was just like the bottom, you know, real yeah, uh, progressive and I was just like, stuff. I mean, I guess. And then people are just uh, people defending it, being like, you know, she should be honored that Jericho decided to pro- promote her account on national television. I was just like, man, kiss my ass. All right, I'm I'm reading <laughs> I'm reading Meals timeline currently. At some point during mm-hmm. this Brandy Rhodes, uh, Dan Lambert promo, Brandy Rhodes says, and I quote, you're a black belt? Well, I'm a black bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to watch this. Oh, man. <laughs> that Please was- <laughs> clip it. Send it to me. Oh, Please. no. Cyrus at uh, 
on Twitter uh, at Cyrus on TWR. That is fantastic. Um, please. Uh, I, I need I, that sent to me immediately. I got I got to hear the audio because I, I can't. I, I just had to imagine how she said it. <laughs> the the, uh, the if it's delivered with the black scent, yo, promo of the year. Oh my god, that's fantastic. Yeah, um, black, guilty um, pleasure of the year. Brandy Rose. No, I'm kidding. Um, <laughs> guilty pleasure. This was a, a tie. I didn't really know. Um, pretty deadly. Because they're so, they're so goofy, and you know you shouldn't like you. It's really hard to take these guys seriously until they start wrestling. My mm-hmm. other one was Trick Williams. Okay, he talks like a he talks like a a sixty black black exploitation film. <laughs> I think it's so funny. <laughs> he really does, and he he look, he talks like a character of Black Dynamite, and I love it. Um, for me, I'm gonna go with Diamond Mine. Uh, specifically the Creed brothers. I love those guys. There is a something about these motherfuckers that I love. <laughs> and then when they posted that video of them, you know, lifting mad weights and doing Circus Olay right after, I was just like, yeah, this shit hard. <laughs> yeah, special. special kids um, over there. Yeah, I think uh, I think there's something special uh, with them. And then on the AEW side, I'm going to go with Dan Lambert. You sure? I know. You want to take that back? No. Um, (laughs) I know I said, um, you know, it's really cringe when he has like promos with um, in a circle in them. But I think, you know, his promos, they speak to me. There's absolutely a lot of truths there. So (laughs) I feel... uh, I feel like they're saying right in the world when he be barring up the AEW uh, crowd. That's nice. That's just me. Very nice. Mine, my guilty pleasure of uh, AEW, is actually AEW Dark and Dark Elevation. I've really okay. grown to appreciate watching those two shows. Nothing of consequence really happens. You are a you are you are a sick you. <laughs> Nothing, nothing of like consequence happens on these shows. I just like watching wrestling and hearing like Taz and Excalibur like banter at each other. It's something I put on in the background. Mm-hmm. It, it's just something nice to put on in the background. There's nothing like I don't have to analyze it. It's just matches. No, no, like you know who's gonna win the matches. They usually with squashes. But um, actually, Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela had a, um, it wasn't the best hardcore match in the world, but it was decent. Uh, they were des to try to kill kill themselves in this damn match, but. <laughs> Yeah, it was a fun little match, but yeah, I just I've really appreciated just uh dark and elevation. I have like a, it's fun to watch. Uh, any honorable mention? Guilty pleasure. Um, no, I don't got nothing. Okay. Uh, my honorable mention will be Pancrest Wrestling. Um, I just found a YouTube account that just posted episodes of it. I believe it's the official Pancrest account. Actually, is it? Um, they just post episodes and segments but now they have like just the full episodes up and i think that's great um i just love just watching it you know that shoot style uh wrestling and i love to see how uh it changed over time to follow more ufc rules um uh closer around to the 2000s and uh i'm very sad that they only had like 15 episodes (laughs) 
in the long run, but, it was uh, a good that, run. Yeah. Um, most improved. Um, the way. I think the whole. I think the whole. Um stable benefited from that group greatly i think we got to see we got to see a side of johnny gargano we had never seen mm-hmm. um as he really grew into a great character which i hope will you know take him great places wherever he ends up going you know when he decides he wants to wrestle again uh the indie really found a character and really found her confidence in there mm-hmm. austin theory same thing i think austin theory, we i mean he's obviously an athlete He's obviously got all that. He can work. He's a big guy. He looks good. He just kind of was missing something. I think that character work and that back and forth with Johnny and Dexter Loomis really just helped him. Um, even mm-hmm. uh, Candice. Candice was kind of just like there in NXT for mm-hmm. a long time. That like, never really involved in anything until yeah. this kind of, until the you know final beat, which would eventually would lead into the way. And it would just, uh, Everybody been even Dexter Loomis, yeah, a lot more interesting after that. Um, I will agree. Uh, I didn't put the way, but I specifically put Indy Hartwell. Okay. Um, because I think she uh, she came together in ring a lot better, and I think her promos or just how she does, you know, line delivery in all her segments has grown a lot better. Yeah. Um, and she's become extremely entertaining. So um, I'm going to go Andy Harwell. All right. For uh, All Elite, I had Dante Martin as my most improved. I think okay. he's gaining more confidence out there. I feel he obviously he still needs work. I'm not saying this guy mm-hmm. is like, you know, ready to be a top guy, but he's gaining more confidence out there. He still needs to work on the mic. So, but I see the potential. I, I wouldn't even put this most improved. It might just be like best potential more so than most improved. But mm-hmm. I, I I do think he has improved since like you know early in the year compared to now. He's not afraid to go out there and wrestle the, the top guys. I have not applicable. Come on, man. Come on, give me somebody. There is there is nobody on the AEW roster I feel like truly benefited this year or has grown to me this year. Outside of the um, other people that came in. Yes. I always felt that Hangman Page was really good. So that doesn't really, uh, you know, putting him there, I just feel like, you know, it's like a default, just a toss-up. I'm not that really but, a toss-up because, um, you know, the Hangman from the first show to the Hangman now are two completely different wrestlers. I, like, I always thought he was fine in New Japan and Ring of Honor, but I don't. I think he's a, no. very good now. Um. I guess I'll go by default and play Hangman Page then. There you go. Uh, and I have no honorable mention. I don't have one either for either show. Okay. Uh, least improved. Karen Cross. Hmm. Interesting. I think he uh, he came in hot. Oh, okay. I see the I see the vision, and then he got injured, and then he came back, and it just wasn't the same. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And, and, and he never really got like that that heat that he had initially when he first came. They, I think the injury really messed him up, mm-hmm. and then just the way they booked him. And then they realized, you know, he couldn't really cut it with those top guys like that. He couldn't really keep up with them. You know, it kind of sucks. Carry Cross probably would probably would have did better in this era of NXT than the previous uh, one. 
Could you, I, I, I feel like your, your wrestling ability doesn't have to be as of that level yeah. as it was back then. Like him and Braun Breaker would probably be very interesting. Yeah, I'm know? saying, right? Um, if, if they weren't so quick to put him back into the title picture, I definitely think that uh, he would have done some really good stuff. Um, for me, I know we're definitely, we're currently in the process of it. It's happening currently. But it's just how I feel. Elgato Del Fantasma. Mm-hmm. So how I felt about these dudes at the top of the year to how I feel now is damn near night and day. It's just kind of there. It is. It, it hurts me to say. Since Electra joined, honestly, we're going to keep it a stack. Yes. She's holding um, the team back. I hate, I don't want to, I don't want to make her Oyoko Ono. <laughs> I'm getting some Yoko Ono energy out here. Nah, she's the, she's definitely the Yoko Ono of this whole thing. Um, <laughs> that might be massaging this is terrible stuff. That's, I shouldn't say that. Um, hey, man, it is what it is. Um, and then for the AEW side, um, it feels unfair to say because I never felt anything about this wrestler anyway, but I'm going to go with Jungle Boy. There's nothing really to feel about him. Yeah. So, I mean, I um, understand why you would, because he, he's just kind of there. I, 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 I could have swore that, like, at the top of the year, he seemed like somebody that, you know, could have did something, you know, like the potential is there. Yeah. And then I swear to God, as soon as Kristen joined that group, they became a bunch of nothing. Yeah. Um, um, yeah, jungle. yeah. Fuck them. Also, I just, I don't, I'm low-key, I don't think Tony Khan has a lot of faith in Jungle Boy. Like, in ring. Shit, neither do I. <laughs> so, I think he's very just kind of average out there. I don't think he has any real moveset mm-hmm. of his that he really can claim As a third his. pillar? As yeah, well, if, you, know, if you're one of the pillars, pillar, I feel like you, you're, you're the worst of the four, he, by four. He by is far. a very weak foundation. Yeah. <laughs> He's either way. Um, I know CM Punk made the joke about um, Britt Baker should replace um, MJF. Britt Baker she should. should, uh, she should yeah. Jungle Boy should be out. It should be Britt Baker, honestly, if we're going to keep it a stack. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so I don't have any honorable mention, but uh, I didn't say mine. Hold on. Oh, I'm so sorry. My, my AEW least improved. Orange Cassidy. Mm-hmm. Orange Cassie, the same guy we saw last year, and that was the same guy we saw the year before that. He's had no, no improvement or no kind of character development within that time. It's been the same guy. Um, sometimes mm-hmm. he gets, sometimes he's a little more serious. He's he's definitely kind of slowed down with the stick as much as he used to do. Like he'll usually get to the match mm-hmm. more quicker, but it just like nothing's changed. I'm kind of over it. Either like turn this guy mm-hmm. heel or something, or just do something. This is. Uh, he definitely needs a character change. Something. Um, this gimmick is very boring to me. So, yeah, it, it, it um, lost its luster a long time ago. With me, I I called it. It was gonna lose its luster at some point. Yeah. Um, so it is what it is. That's not a gimmick um, you can put on TV every week. Mm-hmm. And then they insist to put it on TV every week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, pay per view or TV special of the year. This one was tough for me because I, I this is one of those situations where NXT where like I forgot a lot of the stuff that happened in NXT 2.1. I mean uh, 1.0. Same. I, I I had to do a deep dive to really <laughs> so I was uh, like, find damn, like those like three takeovers previous to that. 
I picked Vengeance Day. I really liked Vengeance Day. I remember hmm. there were I remember there were like there were like no matches I didn't like. Like I enjoyed the whole show very much. So that's my pick. It wasn't that I don't remember what the hell that card was anymore. Let me look it up. I went with Great American Bash. That count? Not pay per view. The TV special. Oh my god. I had a TV special because NXT didn't have a lot of pay per views. They had like three. That's they had more TV specials than they had takeovers, so that's why I added TV specials to the category. I didn't even see that, but either way, I found the <laughs> card for uh, Vintage Day. It was Dakota Kai, Raquel Gonzalez versus Ember Moon and Shotzi, and a banger for the uh, women's Dusty. Um, Gargano versus Kushida. I don't really remember that match, but I'm sure it was good. It's Gargano and Kushida, <laughs> MSK versus Grizzly Young Vets. That was a banger, Io Shirai. Mercedes Martinez and Tony Storm. Now only one of them are left. Um, that was a cool match. And then Ballard Pete Dunn was a banger. So it was, you know, nothing was bad on that okay. show. It was a really good show. Okay. Um, AEW, I feel like we have the same show. Uh, AEW Full Gear. Full Gear? I had all out. Oh, okay. Um, I want to make sure I pick the right show. <laughs> what, what, what did Full Gear have on it? That never uh, Hangman won the belt. Yeah. Oh, I th- no, I thought All Out was a much better show than Full Gear. That's fine. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm trying to think. Yeah, um, uh, I'm going to get the, full, uh, the uh, All Out card. The cage match was really good. Um, Punk Darby was fun. And Kenny mm-hmm. Christian was good. So it was like, and Miro Eddie Kingston was all right. So yeah, it was like four, four matches on a nine match card. I guess I, you know, I still don't think AEW had like a banger pay per view yet. Like they haven't had, yeah. Like like when when WWE <laughs> did Crown Jewel, they had they haven't had that. Crown Jewel with no misses, everything hit, and every match was different, mm-hmm. and that shit was heat. <laughs> That's my honorable mention. Um, if you didn't know, so okay. And then for honorable mention, uh, I feel like this should have been uh, my actual pick, but I went with Takeover Thirty Six. That feels like two years ago. I don't even remember what's on that show. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's fine. But I uh, I really enjoyed the match. Um, hottest news story of the year. For NXT, it was the the um the Vince McMahon trip visit that turned into NXT 2.0. That was just that whole <laughs> that whole three months of hey. Vince McMahon the man moved down there, and then like a week, a month later, like we're hearing rumors. Oh, they're changing everything, <laughs> and then it became all. Then we saw a promo on TV real quick saying NXT 2.0 coming real soon. I said, "Whoa, wait, wait a minute, where did this come from?" And then and Vince, dog, Vince NXT, really pulled up to that bitch and was just like, "The fuck is y'all niggas doing? What are y'all doing? <laughs> we gotta change this." And then yeah, now uh, we're here. I, That's by far I think the I, biggest story in NXT. I agree as well. I want a 30 for 30 on this. Yeah, I yeah. want I like uh, a D, uh, you know, like a, a special. Uh, a, yeah, a, a NXT, network special. Uh, th- uh, 365 <laughs> of NXT 2.0. Like, I really need the changes, man, because this was absolutely insane. And then for the AEW side, probably most likely their biggest news story this year, I think everybody would agree, is Brian Danielson and CM Punk signing with the company. I put this. I put just a CM Punk debut because it was the first one that happened. Um, okay. That was that was a special moment. That's definitely one they can you know show 
And then the, you know how WWE has the uh, Honor the Giant Hulk Hogan slam or some shit like that. That's mm-hmm. AEW's Honor the Giant slam. <laughs> the night Punk um, came back. Yeah. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I feel like any of the new story that they had was going to revolve those two. So, I'm always left on the mark. And then uh, my honorable mention is something that really piqued my interest because I really didn't give a shit about this company uh, throughout the whole year oh, is know. New Japan versus Noah. Mm. When that news got announced, I said, hey, yo, huh, New Japan back, baby. <laughs> um, I, I, look into so, that. I don't know anything about that. Um. I I think they're gonna have like a series of matches, or is it gonna? If it's just a tag, like a you know, like a six man tag, I'll yeah. be very less interested in this. Yeah, I, I but, thought it was a super. Um, is that it's not a super card with Noah versus New Japan, or it's just one match? Oh, uh, I I think that uh, Japan or all the wrestling promotions in Japan are like having a secret meeting, and they're all gonna like work together and try to help themselves rebuild Japanese so, wrestling Illuminati. Yeah, that shit's fire. Turn that the fuck up. <laughs> um, well, I got another so, one for an uh, honorable mention. Okay. Um, the death of Ring of Honor. Oh, yeah. It, it, it kind of came out of nowhere. And they're like, hey, y'all got 30 days to pack your shit up. I don't know where y'all going to go, but y'all can't stay here. It's pretty much what they told that <laughs> roster. And yeah. yeah, Final Battle was their last show. And we don't know the future. No one knows what's going on with that. But they, mm-hmm. Sinclair, Sinclair said, y'all got to go. So I guess you could put that, and then also you know the the ten thousand releases WWE had this year. All right, now to the worst uh, portion of the year end stuff. We have worst match of the year. I hate to do this. <laughs> I'm going to yeah, sound like a, I'm going to I'm going to sound like a hypocrite saying this because this was this person's this person's first match, but Electra Lopez versus B Fab was the worst match of the year. <laughs> Yes. Those when um, she when she did those stomps, I said, "Yeah, <laughs> she's not ready for this." Hey, Amen. When I said, "Yo, look, like Swerve cannot carry this. There are a lot of people in this group. I think they need to slow down." <laughs> I think Top Dollar was ready. Uh, I think it was okay as a tag dude. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I don't think he was top guy, but mm-hmm. he was definitely. I think in the tag team with Adonis, I thought he was fine. Yeah, uh, I feel bad as well because it is the for uh, was their first match. Yeah, but um, I think this uh, it's crazy because B Fab was there in the PC for a very long time. You were there for a minute. A very long time. So when I saw those kicks, Triple H, what the fuck are y'all doing over there? (laughs) (laughs) What the hell are y'all doing over there? This was atrocious. Um, Sorry, it had to be her. Yeah, not... like That's what I'm saying. Compared to, like, because homegirl Tiffany Stratton had a match Yesterday, she had her debut. If she didn't look that hot out there, she wasn't looking that good. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and then the whole Last Legend situation where, you know, she's clearly not polished yet. Um, yeah. But at least at, at their excuses, like, they literally just got here. 
You know what I mean? B-Fab was there mm-hmm. for a minute in that PC. And I was like, damn, yeah. this is this is it? She was there for a very long time. Which is so. crazy, too, because she's a crazy athlete. So it's not like, I don't know. I don't understand where the I disconnect dog, was. I don't, know, I don't know what the fuck they were teaching this woman. Yeah, it was. They said her. And then when they sent her up to SmackDown, they set that girl up for failure. Mm-hmm. Um, so it is what it is. And then on the AEW side, we have Tay Conti and Anna Jay versus Penelope Ford and the Bunny. Which match you pick? I'm about to say I was gonna ask you which one is that. Um, I don't remember any of them being anything of note, so I'm I'm not mad at that. My mine was any match involving the Good Brothers at the beginning of the year because I didn't ask for mm-hmm. that specifically. Dot Gallows versus Kazarian because who asked for that? Oh, who boy. wrote that down and said, "Death of what the people want to watch." Dot Gallows versus Kazarian. Tony Khan his ass beat, dog. <laughs> Sometimes he just be booking the book. You like, yeah, whatever. Mm-hmm. Let's throw these guys out here. Um, dishonorable mention: Cody versus Anthony Agogo. <laughs> that whole feud, put <laughs> that whole feud away. That was, ugh, yeah, I'm with you on that. Mm-hmm. Uh, absolutely terrible. Um, worst wrestler of the year: Karrion Cross. I oh, okay. I just I wasn't there's nothing about that guy that I cared about. Maybe his entrance. And even after a while, mm-hmm. that even got kind of lame. So I was just like, yeah, there's nothing. And then you know that man got um, cuckolded on national TV by Adam Cole of all people who's currently getting cucked. So it was like a cuck train. And yeah. um, <laughs> I, well, he got he got fucked by Adam Cole and then Jar- Gargano shortly after, who is not known as a promo guy. Or so guy, our guy bizarre. who runs people down. Yeah, Gargano was talking uh, like rock, rock in two thousand. <laughs> yeah, he was, he was, he was looking different out there. That wasn't it. That wasn't the Jardy Gargano I know. <laughs> but uh, my worst wrestler of the year, Boa. I'm not mad at Boa because he ain't done. He he, another guy who's been around forever and ain't really showing us shit. Cause outside of carrying cross, at least carrying got a good and or you know an interesting entrance. Boeing got jack shit, and his stable was like falling, like falling apart around there is him. No more stable. One of the stable members literally sleeping in the crowd as we speak. Oh, that is hilarious! <laughs> and you know what's crazy is that like you mentioned this, and I still keep missing it. It's very subtle. Well, some of them were pretty obvious. Okay. The one this week, I, I barely caught it. He was she was like in the crowd sleeping. Okay. Um, so somebody got to send me a screenshot. It happens. But I think that's hilarious. Um, another worst wrestler of the year for the AEW side, QT Marshall and whatever his faction is called. Oh, the the factory. Yeah. Um, All of that terrible stuff. Every single one of them. You know. You know. It's crazy too. I thought Nick Nick Camarado had something, you know what I mean, something up his sleeve. I thought, it, like, that guy, he had a different look compared to everybody else on the show. I was like, you know what, they could probably use him. Mm-hmm. I think he had maybe, like, two matches on Dynamite ever. Like, one was against Moxley and there's like, another one. And, yeah, just kind of, yeah. QT Marshall got way too much TV time pre, like, pre-punk and all them. He was on TV mm-hmm. far too much. I don't know. Man. That's, I don't know. That's this, that's this that's another one where I'm. Me. I want to like if I ever meet Tony Khan, I want to ask him like, "Yo, 
Who is QT Marshall to you? No, like why? <laughs> I know that's like his right hand man. I know that much, but just like, but why? <laughs> I don't know. But my question is just like, yo, you really sat down and they're just like, this is a match people want to watch. You know what I mean? Let's be honest. I like I understand you want to put everybody on the show, but like, I'm not trying to see QT Marshall versus you know anybody. Anybody. <laughs> but I was thinking of like another guy, like like a, a versus like a Jungle Boy. Like I don't want to see that. Mm-hmm. I don't want to see QT Marshall wrestle ever. Big Show too, which is my worst, that's my worst view of the year, by the way. Spoiler. Okay. <laughs> um, dishonorable mention. Sorry, it had to be you. But Red Velvet. Mm. Um, mm. Just not good stuff year round from this individual. Um, that is literally all I can say. Well, that is all I'm gonna say before people start throwing allegations. <laughs> We're moving crazy. We didn't. We done this like three different black women on this show. We're not usually like uh, this. I promise. <laughs> it is what it is. Well, you know, you know, I'm gonna stop right there. Yeah. Um, do you have a dishonorable mention or worst wrestler? Um, I don't Natty. No real reason. I just don't like seeing her. I just don't like seeing her on my screen ever. She's like the QT Marshall of like WWE. Low key, she really is. And, and I know, and and I know QT Marshall is like the right hand man. But I feel like her being married to the right hand man of like the, or like the main producer of the women's division is like, you know, kind of like equally on par. But this shit is absolutely ridiculous. Uh, just, I don't like Natty. <laughs> Get her off my screen, bro. Enough. Um, worst feud of the year, NXT. Um, I'm going to go with Elgato Death Phantasma versus Hit Row. Yeah. The Culture Wars? <laughs> the, culture. The, culture, the Culture Wars? Yeah. Y'all, t- y'all was testing the waters. Y'all really were. And please, dog. Black people are more than hip-hop. Hip-hop and grills? We're more than that. <laughs> Not me. You feel me? When NXT said that we're going to have like a music off and he had like a mariachi band or whatever, I said, you niggas are testing the waters. <laughs> You guys need to stop. And I am very glad that Santos came in and was just like, eh, fuck that. And then told the uh, the mariachi band to go fuck themselves. That'd be good. But I thought, uh, yeah, the week to week on that was not great. Um, so it is what it is. Uh, my worst view of the year, Kyle O'Reilly and Adam Cole. Mm. And it wasn't even the feud. I didn't like. I just didn't like these matches. They were long. Mm. The um, which I don't. I think it was Stand and Deliver. We had the um, the street the cage fight, match. No, oh, which one was the street fight? Oh, um, they were kind of go. They were going like from spot to spot. They did the uh, the entrance way spot. That then, was uh, that was like this three the the uh, like three stages of hell. That's what they call it, right? I don't know what it was, but I didn't care. Mm. <laughs> I know that. I know well, that much. Well, they had two street fights. There was a street fight that was a part of uh, 
It was a street fight that was just a normal street fight, and then it was a street fight that was just uh, part of the three stages of hell match. Okay, I think it might have been three stages then. But yeah, I remember the match being I didn't like that match. very long, and I just didn't care. Mm-hmm. And it was Kyle O'Reilly getting hoed week to week uh, mm-hmm. by Adam Cole <laughs> because he just couldn't hang on the mic with anybody. Fucking embarrassing. Um, on AEW front, we have Cody versus Anthony Agogo. This 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 feud everything. Um hey man, Cody is gonna fight somebody that betrayed him. Um, what is this patriotic shit? Yeah. <laughs> and then tried to be the good guy while a go-go was barring him up, telling, Hey, this is why America sucks. <laughs> Y'all yeah, have free health care fights. <laughs> uh and Cody was like, but yeah, but you know, patriotism and my biracial daughter. And all this stuff, and I said, "What are we doing? We didn't have to take it to this level. <laughs> we could have just left." I, I, mind you, Cody's got a dumbass tattoo on his neck just previous to this, <laughs> with mm-hmm. the American flag on it to make it work. That looks like a goddamn uh, what is it? A Ford F one fifty decal. <laughs> and I said, "Oh um, God, what is yeah, that's definitely one of my uh, the worst views of the year." And I think this might be a tie, but. Uh, Take Conti and the Jay versus the Bunny and <laughs> you, <laughs> really hate, you hate those girls, man. Hey, man, these matches were not good and these promos were not great. And then, um, what is it tied with? Is Take Conti versus Britt Baker? I thought. Uh, oh, the be- who had the best ass in AEW? I I like how that was literally said, and that everybody that was like defending it was just like. Come on, guys! It ain't like that. And I was just like, "Well, fuck you, mean it's not like that." <laughs> um, it was a uh, definitely uh, two terrible things. <laughs> Why did Brady Rose say um, that, bro? I'm so mad. I, I like I, I keep thinking about that. The bar, the bar was in hell for that one. Um, uh. Worst pay per view for NXT. I didn't really feel. Like NXT had any bad pay per views? I went War so, Game just because it was, I guess, it's the weakest out of all the ones. It wasn't even a bad show. It was just like, okay. Uh, I went with the matches I remembered the least. So I know it was your best show. Takeover but, Vengeance? But when I saw the card for Vengeance Day, I was just like, I don't remember any of these matches. Oh, man, that was a good show. Yeah, uh, maybe I'll watch it back, but just like at the time I was putting this together, I was just like, I really don't remember Vengeance Day. It was and really early in the year, though, so I understand. When I when I saw Tony, uh, when I saw Tony Storm, uh, Mercedes Martinez, Io Shirai, I was just like, What do you mean this match happened? <laughs> I, don't re- I don't remember that match at all. I go, I don't remember that at all. Um, so I'm very sorry, but that was my worst favorite view of the year. That's fair. Or like TV special or whatever. Uh, and then you went with War Games. That's yeah. fair. Um, for AEW, I went with Blood and Guts. That's that's 100% fair. Uh, one, the fact that people were watching a screen the whole time is very shitty for one. And then two... But for the first hour... Yeah, and then for the war, uh, for like the Blood and Guts match, just just watching everybody just pull out a blade, not even trying to conceal it, shows that this is amateur hour. 
Shit was embarrassing. The match, the 10,000 commercials during the match, during important spots. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this was just not a good, it was not a good match. This is not, a war game match is not a match made for TV. Mm -hmm. Um, Nor the 60 minute draw, honestly. But um, yeah, that match was not good. I, you know what? Mm -hmm. I was was thinking more pay-per-views, but yeah, I'm going to have to agree with John Blood and Guts, bro. That show, that was a bad match, a bad show. Okay. But my, uh, I, guess, yeah. I guess my honorable mention would be Revolution because I don't remember anything about that. that, is, that is, yeah, that is my dishonorable mention, <laughs> Revolution. I don't remember anything about um, that show. Boy, Jesus Christ, AEW, not a strong year. Uh, most I think, confusing I think they picked it up in the second okay. half. I think they picked it up in the second half. But the first okay. half of the yeah. year, no, AEW is bad. <laughs> um, most confusing booking decision. Karrion Cross winning that five way. I I am going to agree. <laughs> what was the point of that? <laughs> that was a perfect you, excuse to get him to lose that belt without him getting pinned, and they decided, you know what? Let's have him win. It was it was the most emergency. <laughs> we need to end this now, and then you didn't end it. <laughs> you motherfuckers are stupid, dog. You guys are absolutely ridiculous. Like you gotta think about it. Like he just got the raw, got jobbed out by Jeff Hardy within <laughs> thirty seconds, and then he has to come on NXT. He gets barred up by the whole roster. He looking like a joke out there. And they were like, you know what? Maybe we can give him the win to get his heat back. Nope, we didn't care. They had to pull the second emergency glass and get Samoa Joe, who can barely walk, out there to win the damn championship off of him. It didn't make any sense. They should, they should just mean, gave it to Kyle right there. Honestly, we're gonna keep yeah. the stack. Um, the AEW side. Mm, debuting Adam Cole and debuting Brian Nielsen directly after. That is, and then no, Adam nobody gained his ass. Nobody gained anything Adam, from that. Well, Adam Cole didn't. Yeah. Brian did, but Adam Cole he, off yeah. the rip, he looked like a dork. Off the rip, <laughs> mm-hmm. it didn't make him um, look any like favorable. My uh most confusing booking decision. Is Jericho and MJF winning both winning that match at some point in time? The tag match? I, uh, no. Um, when they had a match against each other, oh. and then they did the false finish where MJF won, and then they were just like, <laughs> and then they had Jericho win it. Oh yeah, I do remember that. Um, yeah, no. y'all didn't need to do that. Just have MJF win. If you if you want to leave, you know. If you want to have the crowd happy, then just have Jericho win. If you want MJF to get heat, just have him win. <laughs> and then, like, Jericho not showing up after that match, it was just like, well, uh, you know, he would do the inner circle thing, but it's just like, you know, he didn't really do anything with that win. So it was just like, what are you motherfuckers doing? And then um, another confusing booking decision was uh, turning Red Velvet heel or uh, having Red Velvet come as a face during the homecoming of Britt Baker. <laughs> well, I mean, to be fair, it didn't matter who you threw out there. Britt Baker would get yeah. cheered. So, I mean, what can you really do? Yeah, exactly. Uh, just confusing on all parts on that one. But uh, most memorable moment of the year. 
Um, memorable to me is uh Karen Cross getting barred up by Adam Cole. That's what that's like. I don't know why NXT 2021. The first thing I think of is Karen Cross getting barred up, but that's where I was at with it. Um, that's the first mm-hmm. thing that popped in my head, so it's the most memorable to me. The first thing that came up to me was the way versus Chelsea Blackheart and Ember Moon in that street fight that took place May 4th, 2021. I said, no business um, being that good. No that match was blue, <laughs> really blew my expectations out of the water. So uh, I thought that was fantastic. Um, on the AEW front? CM Punk. Oh, okay. Uh, I'm going to go and Hangman Page, uh, the cowboy shit promo that took place in Miami. Um, one, because the promo was really good, and then also I was there. So. <laughs> oh, were you at that show? I, I thought it was really that. good shit. That was easy. Yeah. Uh, and then my honorable mention is Bianca Belair versus Shasta Banks at uh, WrestleMania. WrestleMania night one. Yeah, I mean, I'm losing. I'm slowly losing my will to live, but <laughs> we're, we're almost done. We're almost done. Oh, <laughs> we're we're in the last, home, uh, we're in the home stretch. Last segment. Um, we have most overrated. Uh, I think we could both agree, or I think we have the same dude. Do uh, we have the same answer? Cross. Oh, I didn't put Karen Cross. Oh, sure. I, I put Bronson Reed. Ooh. Extremely overrated. People were like, how could you get rid of this guy? But I'm like, what did he do? Um, what, what can he do that there's not already 10,000 other guys in WWE that can do it? He had a good match against Johnny Gargano. I can have he a good a match. Good against, I can have a good he, match against Johnny Gargano right now. Yeah, I promise he, you. He, he had a good spot at a ladder match. He had no promo, no character, nothing. He's a guy. Mm-hmm. That's what um, But yeah, I got carrying across because people swore he was something. People still do. Yeah. Uh, and I think it is dumb because uh, people said, hey, just make him a straight up MMA badass. And then they put, uh, what is it, Soyo Sukhoi with the same gimmick out there, and they don't like it. So it's just like, what makes you think that was going to work with Karrion Cross? Yeah, Nobody so- doesn't like just straight up badass. They yeah, really don't. It's not a good gimmick. It sucks. It's never good. There's no, there's no um, layers to it. He's just, oh, he's a badass. Like, who cares? Mm-hmm. Um, also, Soyo Sukhoi, let me tell you something. I know people want him in the people want him in the bloodline when they were tough at Roman and all them. He's not ready for that at all. And he proved it on Tuesday. That match was not good. I forgot who he He's not ready for that. He ain't ready and for also, that at all. Just because you just because you know that they're family doesn't mean they need to be together. Yeah. Just stop it. Stop that. It is that is like that to me is like some of the corner. Like you you feel like a little little insider. Yeah, it's, like it's, smart it's, as hell. yeah, they even they're even doing the Uso chant for him now. Like he ain't his name ain't Uso. I'm saying that shit is <laughs> uh whatever. Um most overrated on the AEW front is MJF. Uh this is another year where people swear that he is the greatest thing since sliced bread, and then the AEW has still yet to do anything of note with him. I don't think he was in a single title match this whole year. No, I think he had a tag team title match, if I'm not mistaken, with him and Jericho. Uh, yes. uh, yeah. But that was it. Terrible. Um, and then I don't have a, a 
I don't have an honorable mention for that. Well, my most overrated wrestler of 2021 in AEW, Tay Conti. Because look, what I heard was that NXT blew it and they didn't realize who they had in their uh, PC. Mm-hmm. And I heard a lot of talk about, oh yeah, she's next up. She's that girl. And then when time for the match to actually happen between her and Britt Baker, a dud. Sunk it up. Sunk it up. <laughs> so I said, you know what? Y'all Pro- lied promos to me. were terrible. Y'all lied to me. The matches were terrible. <laughs> Y'all lied right um, to my face. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, it ain't working out. But um, that is it for the end year. Um, happy New Year. Happy New Year. Or see you guys next year. Um, AEW New Era will start next week. Uh, you can follow us on Twitter at the A Show RNC, where we also have other year end shows uh, with the A Show. You can follow me at Twitter at Cyrus on TWR. Please send me clips of the Brandy Rhodes and Dan Lambert promo. Um, you can follow Quan at the Comeback Spot. Um, and you can subscribe to us on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash the A show RNC. Um, yeah. And it's been a fantastic year. Uh, more great stuff to come. Keep it going, baby. Yeah, we go keep it going. Um, can't wait, uh, to see what next year brings. Uh, thank you for all the support year round. Um, see you guys next year.